AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, host of Womanica, a daily podcast that introduces you to the fascinating lives of women history has forgotten. We've always been intrigued by stories of disappearances. Whether it's a fraudster from the 17th century who kept evading the authorities or a novelist who taunted the Nazis and faked her own death, we all want to know what happened next. To find out, listen to Womanica on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Carefully Reckless, a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. Hey, y'all, what's up? It's your girl, Jess Hilarious. And Carefully Reckless ain't going nowhere. I just took a little break. But y'all know I can't leave y'all high and dry. So we gonna run it back and listen to one of the most ranked fan favorite episodes. Tune in and hold tight. And I'll be back before you know it. Peace. Welcome back to another episode of Carefully Reckless. This is episode 10, y'all. I'm loving this shit. Help me celebrate. Look, story time. All right, so my cousin Fee, all right, she was dating the guy Don. Now, we all loved Don. She was dating him a couple years ago. Everything was good with them. She had a good job. He had a good job. They moved together. They were living together. No kids. Uh, she never got pregnant or whatever. But my cousin has always wanted to get married. I'm talking about always. She's never cared to who or whatever. She is just all about getting married. She wants that fairy tale ending, whatever, whatever, right? Two years went by. Don hasn't proposed, but they are still together. He seems happy. She's happy too. So me and my family like to get together and we like to do shit. So we had bowling one night, just the girls. She tells me and our other cousins, bitch, he got until December to put a ring on my finger. So I'm like, Fee, what? She's like, yeah, I've been with this nigga too long for him to have not proposed yet. I'm like, two years? She like, yeah, I feel like I've been with him too long not to be married or him to even have popped the question or even to have thought about it yet. I say, have you ever talked to him about it? She's like, all the time. That's all I talk about. So I was like, okay, you don't think you may be pushing him away? She like, bitch, I've been waiting for two years. Everything is good. I got good pussy. I can cook. I clean. I do everything. I'm already like a wife. Only thing he got to do is make me one. I said, well, shit. Now, listen, she had her mindset on that shit. Like I told y'all, she's always wanted to be married. Didn't matter what he wanted. So December comes. He does not propose. She leaves him, right? She left this nigga. Sad as fuck, yo. Has he loved her? She loved him. He was in love with her. He loved Fee, man. I still keep in touch with Don. He cool as shit. In my opinion, he was the best guy for my cousin. So she leaves him. She gets with somebody else. He eventually gets with somebody else. He married the girl that he started dating after my cousin, only after a year of dating her. He put a ring on somebody else's finger after only dating her for a year. And my cousin, meanwhile, still to this day, to this day, is stuck dating niggas, pressuring niggas to marry her. Now, look, that's the end of that story. 
Which brings me to the carefully reckless discussion. Now, the fact that Dawn married somebody else only a year after dating her, to me, I didn't feel it was wrong. When my cousin found out, she damn near killed herself. She was fucked up, stressed out, and she was with somebody else, mind you. A clown-ass nigga, if you will. But that's the whole point about it. She pressured him. When I asked, I said, have you talked to him about it? Yeah, that's all I talk about. Now, if y'all know my cousin, and a lot of y'all who are listening, if y'all know me personally, y'all know Fee. Fee is very impulsive. Fee will keep talking about some shit for days and days and days. Like, yo, she'll never leave it alone. That nigga got tired of hearing that shit. Let him do that. Also, Fee is very controlling. Not even only with the proposal shit. With everything. She wanted everything her way. I'm talking about she wanted the nigga to eat a certain way, sleep a certain way, walk a certain way, dress a certain way. She was very controlling, but she knew she wanted to get married. Now, I've talked to Don. I asked Don, damn, yo, you married Shorty after one year. He said, yo, it just happened organically. Like, I fell in love with her. I knew I wanted to marry her six months in. I got my money together for the wedding and everything because I wanted a quick turnaround time. I didn't want to propose to her and we'd be engaged for years and years and years. Now, black people, they got a motherfucking habit of doing that. My brother proposed to his baby mother like five, six years ago, and they still ain't married. And he ain't going to marry her. He just did that to shut her the fuck up because she wanted to be a wife. And she's still not a wife. She's just an engagee. But he fell in love with this girl. Now, her name is Stephanie. I like her. And my cousin doesn't like me anymore because I went to their wedding. Fucked up. But that's on you, Fee. He let the girl love him. The girl let him love her. And it just happened. She made him want to marry her. Fee didn't make him want to marry her. And he stayed with her for two years. But he did love her. And now he did. But he told me. She was very controlling, yo. He said the straw that broke the camel's back for me was when she came into the room one night and was like, you got until Christmas to put a ring on my finger, nigga. He said that's when he knew. He definitely wasn't marrying her then. He just didn't tell her. Now, look, in my opinion, people get married for all the wrong reasons. My cousin wanted to get married for all the wrong reasons. She just wanted to be able to say she was somebody's wife. She wanted the fairy tale wedding. A lot of people do that. But it's a lot that goes into marriage, man. And and that's fine if you want to be a wife. That's cool. It's tradition. It's sort of fairy ish You know what I mean? That's the way of life. That's the way it's supposed to be. But you don't want to get married just to get divorced. It's a lot of money and a lot of time and effort that goes into that shit. I think you should get to know the person that you want to marry. I'm talking about knowing them inside and out. I think the only way that you should be able to get married is if you are able to say, that's my best friend. You got to build that foundation. You got to know that person inside and out. I'm talking about little shit, from little shit to big shit. Because the little shit is what matters the most. If I'm walking around with an attitude, but I don't say it, you already supposed to know why I got an attitude and what the fuck I'm mad about. Why? Because you know me inside and out. Now, the most complicated thing in this world to figure out is a woman's mind. But the second most complicated thing to figure out in this world is a man's mind. But it's only two of us, (laughs) a woman and a man. And shit, if you're going to jump that broom, you got to be willing to do all the shit that helps you get there. Get to know your partner before you make them your spouse. Because the last thing you want to do is get married and then find out some shit that you didn't know about the motherfucker after you marry them. You don't want to do that. Honestly, I don't think two years is long enough to be giving a nigga an ultimatum. I don't think so. I think maybe three, four years tops. A lot of women know what they want before men. Okay. And, and that's true. Women mature faster in a lot of different areas on a lot of different levels before men. 
but you can't rush a guy into growing up. You can't rush a guy into marrying you. You can't. Marriage is a very serious covenant. In all reality, it's a goddamn contract. And it's a contract you don't want to jump quick to sign. Just like signing any motherfucking contract without reading the fine print. Be careful. Make sure that's something you want to do. In my opinion, don't rush. But don't be my boyfriend forever. You know what I'm saying? Now look, some people are okay with not being able to get married. Some people are okay with being boyfriend and girlfriend for years and years and years, for decades. That runs in the black community as well. A lot of people don't get married, but they'll stay together forever. Those are the people who feel like they don't need rings and vows and a big wedding and a reception to validate their love for one another. I get it. I know a lot of people like that too. Me personally, yes, I want to get married. Yes, I want to have more children. No, I don't want to have more children until I get married. But I do want to get married. I would never pressure someone into marrying me, though. It's up to you. But I'm not going to wait around forever. No, I'm not. Honestly, I can't say what I'll do in that situation. Now, if I'm with you for more than four years, you know, all right, nigga, what we doing? But it's not, you better put a ring on my finger by this date or I'm gone. You know what I mean? That's just not how that shit should be. And then some women take it upon themselves to propose. If a nigga wait too long, they going to do the proposing. Like, let me take y'all back to Love and Hip Hop, Chrissy and Jim. Remember, Chrissy wanted to get married very bad. They were together for a long time. You know what I mean? I don't know why the fuck this nigga didn't pop the question either. I really wanted him to marry her. But nowadays, she seems just over it. She seems like she don't give a fuck anymore. But back then, she really wanted to be married. All she wanted from this nigga was a commitment, a ring, a wedding marriage children i remember her saying she wanted children on love and hip-hop and i felt as though that was one of the cutest couples ever unfortunately it hasn't happened me i could never propose to a guy i'm not supposed to be the one down on the knee it ain't got nothing to do with tradition oh the guy is supposed to propose no i'm just not ever gonna get down on no knee open up no box and say will you marry me hell no what the fuck unless i'm marrying a bitch or something i can't do that Nigga, what? First of all, I got bad knees and I would never do that shit anyway. Then I'm not creasing no McQueen to ask a nigga to marry me. It's not going to happen. Hold up, hold up. I know this shit getting good, but listen to just a couple seconds of a commercial. If you love me, you'll listen. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And that brings me to just fix my mess. Now, listen, I asked y'all online, ladies, in your opinion, when is the right time to get married? And is it a deal breaker if he never proposes? Now, like always, y'all always give me some good feedback, and I'm going to read off a few. Zalika McRae says, fuck getting married, dying, big single, period. Um, bitch, what? Listen, you, you've been big hurt, obviously. <laughs> she like, nah, nigga, I just see a lot of marriages failing. But you can't let that depict your future. You can't let that control and dictate your situation. You don't know. You might meet the man of your fucking dreams, Zalika. Damn. Just be easy. It'll come to you. And if it don't, die big single, like you said. I am her underscore Adair says, I mean, they say a man should know if he wants to marry a woman within three months. Not saying that you should get married within that time, but I think three years of a good relationship gives you time to get to know a person. I agree with you somewhat. Three years of a good relationship. Yeah, that gives you time to get to know a person. I would say that I say about three to five years. Well, three to four and a half. I don't know. I'm just I don't know. I don't like to put time and stipulations on that marriage shit. And because, you know, listen. A nigga could propose to you and never marry you. Like my brother. Remember I said that shit? He could propose to you just to shut you the fuck up, but never marry you. Now, Adair, I don't agree with this. I never heard this shit. She said, I mean, they say a man should know if he wants to marry a woman within three months. Who the fuck is they and where they at? Because I ain't never hear nobody say that. They better get the fuck out of here. Not three months. First of all, I get tired of niggas in three weeks. So I'm not sure. You don't even know. You cannot get to know a motherfucker in three months. It's not going to happen. Whoever they is been watching too many movies. I love you. Mm -mm, Too much TV. Riri00026 says, damn, that sounds like a jail number. I need to hear answers on this one. I've been with my man for 14 years. Actually, we turn in 15 next week. And still waiting. Oh, bitch, you crazy. (laughs) Fuck that one. You got me fucked up. Now, it may not be that serious to her. Like I said, some people actually really feel that it's okay. It's okay not to get married. As long as we together and we happy, we good to each his own. But it sounds like she she a little mad about that shit. (laughs) Like, at the end, a little bit, she like, I'm still waiting. If you still waiting, then, bitch, maybe you need to propose to him. Then go ahead, do a Chrissy and see what happens. You never know, because y'all been together already for a decade and a half. If he ain't leave yet, he ain't going to leave now. So, shit. Just see. Pop the question to see what he say. (laughs) Yo, Jim was like, I'm with you. What the fuck does that mean? Yo, when Chrissy was like, will you marry me? Jim said, I'm with you. I would have smacked the braids off your head. I ain't even going to lie. Hey, yo. He was high as a bitch, too. Anyway, my bad. Jade820 says, Oh, my God, if he never proposed, do not give him an ultimatum. And please do not marry someone who is quick to propose. True love is what it's about. And you only know if it's real if you're on the same page. Wave, level, and compatibility. Same love language. Love is love. No excuses. I love this. I love it. Do not give him an ultimatum and don't marry somebody too quick. You don't want to do it. Because as quick as you can get married is as quick as you can get divorced. Nobody wants to do that shit. It's a lot of court fees and a lot of... Dumb ass shit to go through. Nobody wants to do that. Last one I'm going to read. Re underscore Costa says, laughing my ass off. That shit really don't mean anything to me. But bitch, I'm giving you two years to know, three years to propose. And if we not, we still going to be all good because I don't give a fuck for real. 
Bitch, you definitely care. Not, bitch, I'm giving you two years to know, three years to propose, but I don't really give a fuck for real. You definitely give a fuck. So tell that nigga what it is because you really, really stunting the shit and you don't got to, Ree. You don't got to. If you want to get married, that's fine. Don't let your pride be in the way, but don't chase a nigga away either with the pride. Now let's kick it over to a brief break. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So let's slide over to current news. I know y'all seen this shit. I've been thinking about it ever since. Now, this is off the fucking topic, but Danny Lay looks a little pregnant. She was in the shoe store and she was walking around and she was poking her stomach out, but it did look like a little baby bump. Now she wanted us to think that she was pregnant bad as shit. Even if she not, she wanted us to think that. that That's like <laughs> the most clownish shit ever, but it is what it is. If she is, congratulations, the baby, you got a third baby on the way. And um, I guess we got another song coming from Mimi and Danny Lay, congratulations if you do have a bun in the oven, but if you're not, you clown the fuck out for sticking out your stomach because you already knew what the fuck we was going to say. <laughs> and if it is the baby's baby, I hope they make it. Tired of seeing people having kids and not staying together. Honestly, that shit is clowned out as well. The Grammys and people finding it offensive this year. Was it appropriate? Was it inappropriate? Mm, it's the Grammys. I think the Grammys needed us. And when I say us, I mean black people for their fucking ratings this year, I think. The Grammys is usually very fucking boring, not going to lie. A little inappropriate? Yeah. I mean, if it was on BET or VH1 or, you know what I'm saying, it would have been fine. It would have been suitable. But not on, like, ABC, CBS and all that shit. Nah. I don't think all that explicitness should have been on there. But, I mean, whatever. This is the new way of the motherfucking world. And the performances were great. I think Doja Cat killed that shit always. That's one talented bitch. I swear. I love her. I love her. I, I tried not to love her, but I love her. I can't. You can't. Like, you can't deny talent. The baby did great. Lil Baby always kills it. Cardi and Megan, they did good. They did good. They did good. Cardi did good. Megan did good. Now, my thing is, people found their WAP performance to be inappropriate. What the fuck did you think they were going to do? The name of the song is an acronym for wet ass pussy. What the fuck did you think they was going to do? 
dance around and do a bunch of TikTok dances and shit in full in full outfits. Cardi was a fucking stripper. Megan is stripper inspiration. What the fuck did you think was going to come out of wet ass pussy? What the fuck? Calm the fuck down. I've seen worse. We've all seen worse. Trust me. Now, listen, one thing I would never understand is the fact that Lil Wayne has no Grammys. Chris Brown has no Grammys. Nicki Minaj has no fucking Grammys. I didn't even know that. I had no idea. I just found that shit out this year. Now, y'all know I'm a Nicki fan. I am. I am pissed off about that shit, though. That bothers me. Because what the fuck? Listen, this woman has worked so fucking hard for years. She's been in the game for more than 10 years. She's worked hard as a bitch, let me tell you. Y'all know this shit. And has not earned one fucking Grammy? That shit pisses me off. Lil Wayne tweeted, fuck the Grammys. Exactly. He should have been one. If there's any man that deserves Grammys, it is Lil Wayne. But I'm telling you, all this shit is ran by social media. It's all about views. It's all about popularity. You know what I mean? Everything feeds off of the internet. So yeah, shit is different. It's fucked up, but it's different. I do congratulate all the nominees for being nominated. That's a big, big, big deal. And I do congratulate all of the winners. And that brings me to the end of this episode, episode number 10 of Carefully Reckless. Y'all make sure y'all don't rush into these motherfucking marriages and you don't give a nigga an ultimatum because one day a nigga gonna slap shit out you. Don't ever walk in the room like my cousin Fee, who is listening right now, because I know she she regrets that shit bad as fuck, because that nigga was Stephanie now, baby. He was Stephanie. Hey, yo, I ain't shit. But don't ever walk in the room and be like, you got until December 25th to marry me, nigga. Because if I'm that nigga, I'm going to say, pakal, right across your motherfucking face. Now go and make me a motherfucking sandwich. And that's on that. I love y'all and I know y'all love me back. I hope I fixed y'all mess because I'm Jess. I see you next week. Peace. Nice little ass back there. 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 Yes, you got your ass done. Nigga, shut the fuck up. I've been out here on my cash run. Told you I'm a hustler. I've been stuck. I don't do no bluffing. Getting money. Spend it like it's nothing. He like, if he cute, I might just pop it. Got your bitch asking for pictures. If she ugly, I'm gon' crop it. I just left outside her office in LA. I made a play. I, I like niggas with tattoos who carry guns. What can I say? And he like,
Carefully Reckless is a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, host of Womanica, a daily podcast that introduces you to the fascinating lives of women history has forgotten. We've always been intrigued by stories of disappearances. Whether it's a fraudster from the 17th century who kept evading the authorities, or a novelist who taunted the Nazis and faked her own death, we all want to know, what happened next? To find out, listen to Womanica on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.